seize your moment with Inglis in 2023. Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Sale catalogues online now at inglis.com.au. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall. Yes, this is Winners on this Saturday, the 27th of May with Gareth Hall. On this Saturday morning, and it's a good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. Terrific day of racing. Eagle Farm takes centre stage in this country with two group ones, the Kingsford Smith Cup, which is a beauty. The market's still trying to work out who will start favourite in that group one sprint race over the 1,300 metres there at Eagle Farm this afternoon. Jules Valence to join me shortly to analyse that market, along with the Queensland Derby, the shortest prize favourite probably for the carnival up there in Brisbane in the Group 1s will be Kovalika. Scratched a few weeks back with the foot abscess. If you backed him in the all-in market, you're a little bit nervous this time a couple of weeks ago. But then he came through that Doombin Cup with flying colours against the older horses when he flashed home to finish third. And uh, he has been heavily supported since the final field was announced for the Queensland Derby midweek and he's now around a dollar seventy with pickle bet and the horse to beat this afternoon. There's so much drama on the line in the Fred Best. We've got the third favourite in the Stradbroke, the pride and joy of Queensland racing at the moment, the superstar from Toowoomba in uh, Yellow Brick. He needs to win this afternoon to gain a start in Queensland's famous race, the Stradbroke, in a couple of weeks' time. And the size is a fascinating race for the two year olds as we head towards the JJ Atkins. So looking forward to that. It's a terrific support program as well. We're back at Ramwick in Sydney. Looking forward to the card as well in Melbourne at Sandown. That last race is a beauty. Pinstripe was meant to be in the paddock until he just jumped out of his box, basically, at Enver Dusasovic on a Monday morning. And Enver said, well, mate, you can go around again on Saturday at Sandown. He takes on Gunstock and Diagula in that final race over the 1,800 metres. And there's a beauty of a listed race, the Bella Spree for the sprinters over the 1,000 metres, where Katsu takes on Invincible Caviar. Well, that's what the market tells us anyway. Murray Bridge and Belmont, the other metro venues on this Saturday, will find you winners in the trots and the dogs as well. We'll have a chat to all of our experts just after 10 o'clock here on Winners, all thanks to Picklebet and also Kilmore Toyota, stocking Toyota pre-owned certified vehicles and Inglis, Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. But at six minutes past nine, let's get stuck into the opening bell to kick off Winners this Saturday morning. The opening bell with Julian Valance and Jack Dickens. Jules Valence joins us on this Saturday morning. Good morning to you, Jules. G'day, guys. How are we? I'm very well. We'll open up the lines from the outset today. one 300 Or send us a text on 0499-736-736. That's 0499-736-736. Time to analyse the markets. There's plenty happening on this Saturday, Jules. Eagle Farms taking... We're taking, we're taking centre stage this afternoon with a couple of group ones, but I don't mind the meeting at Sandown, and it's good to be back at Ramwick in Sydney on a Saturday. Yeah, some good quality racing, obviously, as you stated from the top. Um, it's Queensland's time to shine, and we get some horses that sort of, uh, you know, really might have just not been ready for the, the Sydney autumn for whatever reason, and then they can go up there and, and fill their boots up in Queensland with some good quality racing with where's lots of money. So 
then they can, you know, try and get a group one or get close and then stamp themselves to be a major player in the spring carnival a little bit later in the year. Let's analyse a few of these markets here at Eagle Farm. We'll start off with the Derby because I'm interested to get your thoughts on what we do with Kovalika. Now, there was a scare a couple of weeks ago, as I mentioned, when he had that foot abscess and he was scratched there from the rough habit. And then they backed him up. Well, he got through the next week and then he finished third in a Doomben Cup. He went back from a wide gate. And now he heads into this classic as the dominant favourite. You could get $2 midweek. What do you think he'll start by the time the gates crash back in this classic? Yeah, from what I can see now, that $2 is probably going to be a major spoil, I think. Um, look, he's $1.70 now, from what I can see. Geez, I don't even know if you're going to get $1.80, to be honest. Um, and maybe there's you know a couple of places shopping $1.80, but I think that's your ceiling for this horse. From how this market's moving, Gaz, um, he was a big drifter last start in the Doombin Cup, taking on the older horses. He was $7 out to $14, $15, and um, you probably could have been concerned, but he really ran a very good race in a fast-run race, that Doombin Cup, over 2,000 metres. Um, he runs third. It's the perfect... I mean, I wouldn't say it's a great setup. There's horses that have probably got better setups for this race. You sort of want to have maybe a run over this kind of distance in a prep as a three-year-old, and then usually you can explore, explore from that. But he's got the best form line. There's no doubting that. And as I state, yeah, I think a dollar eighty is probably going to be a ceiling for this horse unless we see something drastic happen with the track in the first six races. But the the gap, now the map's perfect for him. We we spoke about the form line. And then so what I'm looking at is where's the middle pinners? What what are they doing? So Promises Kept is holding its price, and we know that from the South Australian Derby. He was very good when he led. There's no real knock from a market perspective of him. But everything else, I mean, a horse like Special Sway uh, is $10 at the moment. You're going to get better than that. So if you like Special Sway, for whatever reason, um, hold off. You're going to get a better price about him come jump time. The one I will say at a bigger price that's been backed is a horse called Fame, Gaz. They put up sort of 50 through the week. It's now $17, but uh, that's solid, like around that $17 now. So that's been the one at a bigger, bigger price that's firmed up. And as you're seeing, there's sort of these other horses like, as I mentioned, Special Sway and even the Vowels. Again, it's around that $11, $12. You're going to get much better than that. So um, some, some of these horses are drifting. Even a horse like Everfieldy Boy, probably the same as well as the Vowels, Everfieldy Boy, Special Sway, you like them. Wait till the death. It'll be your best price. Fame's an interesting runner because Peter Moody trains this galloper for WA owner Neville Bodica who loves his stays, and uh, he's been able to come through a different form line. Obviously, he's been racing in country Victoria before heading towards this derby today, and I guess that's the unknown, and people are probably thinking the son of Manhattan Rain. What's PG Moody thinking here, Jules? And you know him well. He's gone to Kiton and then Moe, and then he's put that horse on a plane and headed up to Brisbane for a derby. Yeah, I mean, he's probably looking at it and going, you know, this is not outside of the favourite. This is not a strong three-year-old derby. They're, they're three once. They get one crack at this uh, sometimes when they're not high-class animals. Sometimes it can just fall into their lap. And he probably saw this as maybe outside of the favourite, lacking a little bit of depth. It stays. Why not have a crack? And then there's probably that other factor as well is when he's up there, then he gets, as they say, the sun on their back for their, um, the time when they're in their paddock and, and horses can really come on from that and then, you know, really thrive as a four-year-old going into spring. So there's probably a little bit in that as well. 
um, Mood likes to do that with his horses um, heading into the spring. So that's possibly some motivation. But, yeah, I mean, he's been really well supported. Just got the grounding that maybe, you know, he's going to be right there at the finish that if it is a fast-run derby, he's going to be able to really absorb that pressure. Good question from Tom coming up here. Do we make any think of the market with promises kept because he was heavily supported to win a South Australian derby, but I haven't seen too much money for him this morning or over the last 24 hours. What do you make of that, Jules? Well, I think it's, I think he's a, a situation that races, certain races are very, they're all, they're all very different. So Kovalika is the one that's causing everything else really to drift other than that support we've seen for fame, which doesn't take much when you're 50 going into $17. So um, he's sort of, I wouldn't say a victim of it, but that's, that's what's happening there. When, when, when a horse is a dollar 70 or a dollar 80 taking up so much percentage, but holding its price, these other ones have to just continually drift out. If you're a middle pinner as the percentage goes down throughout the day, but I will say, I mean, he's not an alarming drifter. He's not, you know, $6 out to $11 and you go like what special sway is. Special Sway is a horse that you can see is going to continue to drift. Um, I think Promises Kept is holding its price strong enough at the moment. Um, so, you know, that's that's a positive I would have thought. I wouldn't be saying the market's spitting out Promises Kept, put it that way. Can you give us a hint what the market might be doing ahead of the Kingsford Smith Cup? This is the group one for the sprinters over the 1,300 metres. and. We had the boys on the weekend preview and Mickey Gannon and Dean Watling basically saying that a case of you has none. They they think he'll get too far back with the speed map, even though he's drawn six, he does drop back in his races. And then you had Chris O'Nelson that says he's worth a bet there on um, a Saturday afternoon in this group one. And then just having a look at a horse like a think about it, who continues to rise in class, but... He's been performing like a horse that could be ultra competitive in a group one. And he gets his big chance to win a, a feature today. And then you've got Delana who's knocking on the door for group one, success, Roth fire. We know what we'll probably get from him. It's a, it's a fascinating race. Sure is. Uh, it's one of those races where, you know, the race is going to be really competitive and really strong and it'll be great to watch, but uh, for here, the market's just going to be an absolute treat for those people that really, you know, follow prices if you asked me 15 minutes ago what was going to happen here, I would have said, well, think about it. It looks a little bit soft here, Gaz. It's sort of been $4 early week, $5, and I think you're going to get much better. And in the last five minutes, it has been cleaned up across the board here. <laughs> so now you're sort of betting four twenty. There's a couple of places betting $5.50. If you can get $5.50 about, think about it now, you're going to beat the SP. Now, it doesn't guarantee you success. We talk about that. But if that's the way you like to bet, it has been cleaned up. Uh, significantly in the last five, ten minutes, think about it. So the joys of live radio. So really good support for that horse. Can't really knock um, from a market perspective a case of you as well. It, it's Again, I could have said half an hour ago it might possibly get a little bit soft, but again, it's pretty solid in the market around sort of that $4, $85. Um, so they're the two, and then there's this gap. This gap sort of started to appear, but um, Rothfire, Valana, they're okay holding its price. I think a horse like King of Sparta probably gets that eight fifty nine dollars becomes double figures. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting one. Shalo down the bottom, bit of support for it, $31, sort of got into $17, $18. Now it's getting spat back out to about $21. But there's enough support to suggest it's going to run well um, fresh. But, yeah, no, nah, in the last five to ten minutes, think about it, really well supported.
It is going to be an interesting race. And Shallow, if Shallow wins a Group 1 today, first up, I know Nick Ashman's all over her. I'll give up. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, I'll <laughs> give up. Um, but You'll give up? Yeah, I'll give up because she's been one of those horses that she's promised a lot, but surely she can't win in that class. I think she's a Group 3 listed race horse, but um, you never know. And it's fascinating to watch that market. It's going to be a fascinating race this afternoon to see what happens with the market there in the Kingsford Smith Cup. Host of text messages coming through. Don't forget the lines are open, one 48 And they all want to chat about race number five, the Fred Best. You win this, and it's a free ticket into the Stradbroke. Any idea why fashion legend and yellow brick aren't closer together in betting? Fashion legend never performed first up before, as shown in his last run, and also has beat yellow brick in the past, of course, defeated Yellow Brick in a funny old race in that Magic Millions three-year-old classic at the start of the year, Jill. So what are you doing with a Yellow Brick today? Obviously, he's the boom horse and there's a lot of big raps on him and he's got that storyline that everybody's fallen in love with, but he was so impressive first up there on the Sunshine Coast and fashion legend didn't perform, but as that listener pointed out, he, he has never performed first up. So how do you read that situation with the market here? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously there's the narrative that Yellow Brick, a lot of people fall in love with, but the market, you know, it's just white noise to the market. It's it's irrelevant. They're looking at the horse, the numbers that these horses can do. Yellow Brick in that Gold Coast race was heavily supported, um, didn't have much luck and, and ran very well, and then comes out first up, sits wide, again, heavily supported and, and bolting, and the market loves this horse. So the market's got Yellow Brick, continually progressing to this number that it can possibly continue to do. Whereas the market's saying fashion legend, when it wins those races, there's no more ceiling for it. It can't, they seem to think that it can't continue to progress for whatever reason. That's just what, you know, my opinion of what the market's doing with these horses, why you're seeing $2.50 versus $17. And that gap, I don't think is going to get closer as we get closer to the jump. That's going to continue to stay Around that yellow brick, there is no hole from a market perspective of this horse. Two fifty, two sixty. Don't think you're going to get much better than what I can see right now. Zoo Tigers holding its price sort of at the five fifty. Um, I think you'll get a little bit better than that about Zoo Tiger. So if you like Zoo Tiger, I'd hold off until closer. And Hawaii Five O, who you know blitzed sort of its last couple of runs since Gay sort of taken over this horse. It's rock solid at that three sixty. The rest you're going to be able to write your own ticket. So they're going to continue to all drift the rest of these horses. Um, I can't see anything being pushed for anything at a bigger price at all. They're going to continue to drift. And what you'll see is Yellow Brick and Hawaii 5.0 hold their price. Zoo Tiger gets a little bit soft. Uh, and that's about the story. Marto makes a, a good point here. And he says, morning, gents. A couple of weeks ago, listening to the morning bell, Yellow Brick was off the map at the Sunshine Coast. And Julie saluted. Does he have the same level of market support today? Now, it's a different setup today because he was first up and he was at a bigger price and he was backed heavily on the Saturday morning. It seems to me, Jules, that a lot of investment has been on Yellow Brick midweek and he's probably, like that, that Saturday, he, he didn't hit his right price and he continued to be well back. But when we woke up uh, on a Saturday morning, he was probably at his right price after the investment from the punter's uh, midweek and later on in the week? Would I be right in saying that? Yeah, that's a fair call. And, and when you've got a horse that's, you know, $2.50 sort of taking up 40% of the market share, if it just holds its price 
that is a significant yeah. solid push from the market because it is taking up so much. There's so many horses in the race that could, they could possibly deviate to somewhere else. When a horse is at 250, 260 in a good race like this with good horses, form well-known, it's holding its price. That's solid. You don't need to see the 250 into $2. I mean, it's, you know, that, that is just uh, absolute snow in that kind of stuff, but don't be just um, concerned. Oh, it's just holding its price. So it's not really a significant go. It's still a significant push when they're holding their price in such a good race at around that 40% market share. It is 18 minutes past nine. We've opened up the lines here on opening bell here on SEN track for winners to kick off our Saturday morning. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Best caller, some terrific prices to give away this morning. A Signet Power Bank for the best caller today. So your mobile will always be charged and you continue to send in those texts. 0499 736 736. So we'll get you to decide the content in a way this week. What race you want to talk about. If you've got a question about any of the markets here, how Jules might, Jules might be reading them on a, on a Saturday morning before the afternoon's racing. Let us know. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. 0499736736 is the number to send us a text on. We'll take a break on the other side of it. I want to ask Jules when we return about this Kiwi two-year-old Solidify and how we weigh up, say, an international or a New Zealander coming to Australia for the first time and whether the market can indicate or not whether we should be on this galloper um, in this group two this afternoon, the size there at Eagle Farm. I know Graham Rogerson's pretty confident with his two-year-old. We'll take a break and we'll come back. With more of the opening bell, Gareth Hall and Jules Valance with you on this Saturday morning here on Winners.